0: What's up, guys? It's your boy, Radical. Now, my workout plans have been a success. More than 300 plus purchases and many more returning customers. You cannot ask for anything else, and people are loving it. The same life changing and affordable prices still remain. So go to RadicalLatino.com and change your life today. Hey guys, do you have a product you want more eyes on? Advertise with The Radical Latino Show, where over 10k podcast downloads and the number 25 spot on the 55 All Latin Podcast list, you'll want your product heard on everyone's phones and cars. Go to RadicalLatino.com forward slash contacts and start advertising today.
1: Playing The Radical Latino Show.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, but put your hands in the air. The New York
0: Sparrow.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. Latino is taking you to another level. I think there's more radicals than Sivo. Radical Latino, The radical point of views. I think his views are actually more dangerous. You hear
3: that? I like the pulse in the street. It, just,
2: just. Yo,
0: what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, my people? Welcome back to another episode of the Radical Latino Show. It's your boy, your host, the Radical Latino. Or should I say, it's your boy, Radical. You heard what's going on? I hope everybody is doing great. It's your boy, Radical Latino, aka number 17 on All Latin Podcasts, aka number 24. On All Bronx Podcast Influencer List and Mr. Unsuable for 72, days, 72 weeks running. What is going on? I hope everybody is doing well. I hope everybody is living good. I hope everybody survived this, uh, you know, uh, extreme snow weather. And all of that. Now, I want to just give my apologies real quick to um to you guys because I am broadcasting my podcast live. At the moment, it's not visual. And it's not going to be visual for at least one more week. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of things going on behind the scenes or whatever the case is. So I just wanted to give you guys that update real quick. Um, This was an impromptu live stream, live podcast, so, you know, please bear with me, but thank you guys for all the support, and before I start, remember, this episode is sponsored by... RadFitPro.com. Go to RadFitPro.com and use promo code RADICAL to get 10% off your CBD. Uh, Pro has two products, Cleopatra and Ogoon. Definitely go to the, the website RadFitPro.com and purchase your CBD today and use promo code RADICAL to get 10% off. Pro is a CBD um, distributor, and they're new to the game, but they're already shaking up the CBD market on its side by their revolutionary products, Cleopatra and Ogun. So definitely go check them out at radfitpro.com using promo code radical for 10% off your purchase. Now, I hope Everybody is doing great now. Let me give you guys a couple of um, couple of updates, couple of updates, couple of updates, couple of updates. Now, um, I'm gonna, I want this uh, I want this episode to be somewhat you know, um, interactive. I'll say, I'll say, interactive. That's what I'll say, I'll say, interactive. Because I'll put the link on the on the joint to, to join right now. You guys could come in or whatever the case is. You know, let me just uh, let me just pin this to the top. Um, but I, I I want I want this to be interactive between between us because there's a lot of things that we're gonna talk about. But before I do talk about certain things, and before. I um say certain things. Um, first of all, there's a couple of people I well, not people, but a couple of things I gotta I gotta address first. Now, there's been people making videos about me, making comments about me and stuff like that, calling me super super Afrocentric and conspiracy theorist and all this other stuff. Listen, at the end of the day, I'm doing something that I'm doing it is what it is you guys can't stop me no matter how afrocentric you guys think that i am or think that my points of views are it is what it is this is something that is game changing this is something that is revolutionary and at the end of the day these haters are just going to be known as haters their name is not even going to be known in these streets But when I'm gone, best believe people are going to be like, yo, uh, that's a person that actually was fighting for our rights. So that's the difference between me and y'all. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. You know, the more haters you get, that means you're doing something positive. You feel me? So with that being said, it it is what it is. Um, Secondly, uh, I am talking to certain known powerful people behind the scenes. I'm working on something, it's too early to tell, but just give us some time and you guys will definitely, you know, will definitely see it. Now, um, for the documentary, the documentary is 100% complete. It's 100% complete, it's already done. Um, The release date for the documentary is February 2nd. I'm going to repeat that one more time. The release date for the documentary is February 2nd. Now, the way I have the documentary structured is it's going to be a four-part documentary series, right? It's going to take you through phases. So the first part is the Tainos, the history of the island, and when Columbus came in. The second one will be the revolution of 1804 and also you know the, the 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 dominican you know independence and all this other stuff right the third one we'll talk about the rojillo and all this other stuff from that point on and then the last part part four will be modern days modern times how is the community how is dominican and haitian relations you know how is it here like you guys will go through the history and how it messed up or whatever the case is but how do the people feel now so that's basically that's basically it you know it's nothing i'm not trying to sell propaganda it's gonna be free 100 free it's gonna be on youtube i'm gonna i'm working right now on a website for it so it's gonna be a very simple website you know it's just gonna tell you everything that i'm telling you guys now You know and um it's gonna be free so just enjoy it um just a quick disclaimer um the majority of the interviews that i'm getting um access to the majority of interviews that i'm get that i'm getting my hands on aren't interviews i shot the majority of these interviews are things that already got shot a long time ago the thing is that these companies gave me the unedited version, basically gave me the raw thing. They gave me permission to use it and they gave me the raw, raw file. So basically it's just them talking with no music in the background, no edits. So I basically had to do everything myself, you know? So this is pretty much the reason why I'm not gonna be doing a visual podcast for like next two weeks is because, because of basically that I'm just taking a lot of time, but it's pretty much complete. The only thing that I really have to do is some audio things in the background. That's basically that's basically it. That's all I really have to do is some audio things in the background, and just tweaking this here and there. But that's basically it. So um, definitely, this uh, documentary is going to be uh, you know a game changer. It's called Open Wounds. So you know right here, you guys can see it. It, this documentary is going to be a game changer. I know it's going to ruffle some feathers. I totally get it. But it is what it is. I am not going to try to... I'm not going to try to... You know. um tr- I'm not going to try to, like, put some propaganda piece on anything. You know? It is what it is. You guys take it or not. You know? This is what history is. And just real quick... um ever since I started this um, this research piece or whatever the case is, certain Dominicans were reaching out, talking about the beheadings of Mocha, You know, of Haitians beheading Dominicans and stuff. The more... Um, I need some solid proof because the more I'm researching, the more I'm finding out that never happened. It's actually... Uh, a fake urban legend. You know what I'm saying? I'm starting to this that's what I'm tr- that that's what I'm stumbling into. I'm not really hearing anything that the Haitians, you know, did that was that was crazy to that extent. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. But anyway, um this is episode 170th. Um I'm going to read comments on episode 169. And if you guys want your comments read on future episodes or this episode, go to the comment section and just write your, uh, write your comments and I'll definitely read it for next week. Now, um, let me just read this comment first and then I'm going to give you my disclaimer after. right? So Wendell says, for example, David Duke used to be the grand wizard for the KKK back in the day and still is a white supremacist. He has a crazy event in Charlottesville a few years ago he blames the jays for every single thing yeah this is what they like to do it is what it is they 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 like to basically uh put blame everything on everyone you know what i'm saying it it, it is what it is now this next comment i chose it for a reason is because it goes to the topic of what we're gonna be talking about first right we're gonna actually no we're gonna talk about the second but this is uh, this is one of the topics, and I, I find it hilarious because again, these brain dead morons don't seem to figure out the difference between what Anglo is and what light skin is. In my definition, I've said it plenty of times, but no, they just want to go out and jump out the window and act dumb like they are, right? So this person said, mind you, they they call brown pride, which I bet you one thousand percent they do not have no brown pride because if I look at a black. A Latin person And discriminate on them So there's no pride about that whatsoever So So called brown pride right Says you should make an episode on the Puerto Rican lady Killed in the Burger King called Crystal Nieves Which I'm going to talk about uh Soon Or is she too Anglo And the shooter too melanated for you Which makes no sense On the reason why I shouldn't or should talk about it That, that doesn't make sense Uh, I'll get into that whole Anglo thing second but um, when I talk about the situation. But at the end of the day, this is just some some individual that wants to troll. It is what it is, right? So with that being said, if you guys want your comments read, if you guys want your comments um, put up on the screen for next week, just write your comments down, and I will definitely, definitely, definitely put it out there and and read it so our first uh topic um I w- i'm gonna have uh, the the two people in the back i'm gonna have them uh come in but not now i want to present this first and then i'm gonna have them come in so this ha- this thing has been making the rounds um for the past couple of days uh apparently there was a g g form uh first of all bro type made a video about it which uh, got me a little curious, so I ended up doing my due diligence and actually started to, you know, let me let me see what's going on here. So apparently, uh, X Play G. So anybody who knows what G four is, G four was a gaming show back in the day, back 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 in the day, where uh, they talked about video games and technology and stuff like that. I I pretty much it came with your cable package, right? So I pretty much liked Attack of the Show. The reason why I liked Attack of the Show because at that time I was a pre-pubescent boy, right? <laughs> I was going through my stages, and you know I'm I'm already out here trying to you know smash cheeks, right? And they had beautiful ladies on X Play. Really, they they, they just focus on games. Attack of the Show focused on everything else, and they had beautiful ladies on. I really didn't care too much about X-Play. I cared about attacking the show, but G4 went out off the air for whatever reason, um, and they came back on just a internet basis type of thing, right? And there was a, there's an individual now. Some some of the old heads came back, but there's an individual now called Frost, And she went somewhat on a little tirade talking about Sexism in the gaming community. Now, obviously, if you look from from the outside looking in, obviously it's th- there's nothing wrong with that, right? Okay, there's sexism in the in the in the gaming community. Okay, um, that's something we probably should be talking about. It is what it is. But she takes it, she takes it a very weird turn, and she basically makes it about her and on top of that again i'm not trying to attack her looks but she should not be the one trying to uh try to talk about sexism in the game All of let, let me first of all let me let me play the clip let me play the clip and i'll let you guys judge i'll just break it down you know little by little and i'll let you guys judge for yourselves Am I being too harsh? I don't know. I might be. Who knows? Right. So let's, uh, let's hold up. Let's, uh, let me. And my uh, gaming grievance is actually going to be about okay, wait, wait. player
4: one, but I
0: actually want to talk about something. Okay. 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 So here, here, here it goes. So she's going to talk about sexism in the gaming community. Right. So I'm going to bring it up right here and we're going to go step by step and then I'm going to give you guys my take throughout this whole thing and then I'm going to bring my guests on to see if they agree with me or not all right so let's let's uh, let's go for it
4: but I actually want to talk about something so much more important than Red Dead Online sexism in gaming in joining G4 <laughs> In- this is
5: not where I thought we were going. I have
0: no
4: here. idea. I'm listening. Yeah. In joining G4, I was ecstatic to be part of something that I grew up watching as a child. But every time G4 is brought up in various channels, even in this YouTube channel, we have the chat in front of us. I can see you. Without a doubt, there will be backlash because I'm not as bangable as the previous hosts.
0: <gasps> okay, I got I to gotta pause it. I got to pause it. Um... So her thing is that people are, are going at her because she's not as bangable as the previous host. Um, I just want to focus on something real quick. Real, uh, all right. This she um. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. YouTube
4: channel. We have the chat in front of us. I can see.
0: Okay. Um. There's a reason why I paused it right here. Uh, first of all, let me just say, um. She's saying that she's not as bangable, and that's one of the grievances of some of the, the people uh in the in the chat. Okay, so I'm gonna bring up the previous host back in the day that was part of the g4 uh, family, right? So attack of the show, correct? So this is Olivia Mung, by the way, who is a major star right now. But previously, she used to be in Attack of the Show. And she used to be eye candy and she was just a host and she was just eye candy for G Ford. We got to keep it honest. You know, she is freaking hot. That's all it is. You know, she's freaking hot. I think she's half Asian, half something else. I had a crush on her. But then they introduced this woman, this white woman. Please don't, nobody flame me. They introduced this white woman called Sarah Underwood. And this is how she looks like. And I was like, "Oh my God, that's it! This is my..." So I, I was, you know, I'm, I'm cooning, you know. What I mean, I'm like, ooh, what? you know what I mean? I'm cooling. She, she, she doing her thing, right? But she, uh, some of the previous hosts that these people were talking about is not Sarah Underwood, but they were talking about Olivia Munn and Morgan Webb. Now, this is the girl on X Play or whatever the case is. Um, she looks like she goes to church. She looked like she she reads she reads the bible before going to bed not that serious. But let's look at this chick. The one talking right now. First of all, she looks like Justin Bieber who failed high school and got their GED, okay? That's that's who this person looks like. Not for nothing. This is the reason why I paused it. Look at her teeth. I I'm just saying Her front teeth are stained. Is this meth? Like, what's going on here? Like, why are you mad that other people are getting mad that you don't look like this or this? You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying there's a reason for that. But okay, let's keep it going. You, without a doubt,
4: there will be backlash because I'm not as bangable as the previous host. It's somehow. Talk to him, Frost! It has somehow been expected that you can can talk about how much you jerked off to women as a compliment. It's not a compliment. It's weird. It's dehumanizing and it's weird. Women do not exist to be nice on the eyes for you. Morgan Webb, Olivia Munn did not exist to be nice on the eyes for you.
0: Uh, Well, Hold on. She's right, but also she's... I have to disagree. The reason why I have to disagree is because um, they're put there on TV. Mind you, G4 came back as an internet show. They're not on TV anymore. Okay? They were put there on TV. The viewers for Attack of the Show were pretty high because they had beautiful women there. Do not say... And do not come at everybody talking about they're not they weren't put there as come on, sex sells. We gotta keep it real. We have to keep it real. Sex sells. This is the reason why when there's a, there, I'm I'm just sorry to say when there's an unattractive woman who goes missing, nobody cares. But when there's a beautiful woman that goes missing, headlines through throughout everything. You know what I'm saying? We got to keep it real, but let's keep it going.
3: Hey, she cooking, y'all.
4: Justify women or declare that you hate women to be sexist just go ahead and check out Thorne's latest meltdown on Twitter for some spark notes. Now, here at X-Play, our reviews are written and produced by a team of people. There are too many games for one person to shoulder the burden. So we divide and conquer. And when we use language like we or I, that's the reviewer. That's coming from the mouth and experience of the reviewer reading that review. And that's not to say that Gerard, TBH, Adam, or myself— don't contribute to the reviews. We absolutely do. But it'll always be in varying degrees and take a whole team behind us. That's why we're x-play and not atom-play. We have done the experiment and controlled for the variables. Adam will read a script written by the same writer that I will read the other half of the script for, but I'll be the one flamed. And yeah.
0: Okay, I'm I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to say I have to pause it right here. Um that this is where I agree with her. Um there's no reason for for the, the this uh this you know vitriolic attack of a woman when it comes to just, you know, if they're both reading the same thing or whatever the case is, I get it. You know, you shouldn't be out here, you know, getting flamed for something. I understand that. I don't think it's sexism, but I think it's because of the way, I'm, I'm, again, I'm not trying to justify it, but I understand where she's coming from. I understand where she's coming from. that That's a grievance that I'm like, okay, I get what you're saying. Let's keep it going. It also happens to Gerard
4: and TBH, but that doesn't discount the sexism of how it happens to me when it does. Both things can be true, that there is a general hatred of any change that isn't Adam and that all receive special flame just for being a woman. And I wish I could turn the camera around so that you could see the incredible team that make X-Play. Half of our producers and writers are women. Emily, former writers that are now on ATOS like Vanessa, when you're in our DMs or on those YouTube comments or in Twitch chat right now, those reactionary threads, thinking that I'm somehow ruining your current X-Play experience because you can't objectify me, how you previously did DeMorgan, or that I'm somehow less qualified to speak on something, but you can't quite put your finger on why, even though I'm reading the exact same script as Adam, but you have no problem with he's part of it, you're letting your unconscious biases ruin my day and you're gatekeeping the gaming space. So maybe for 2022, we'd be a bit nicer, a bit more self-reflective, and we enjoy the fact that people are working hard to make free content for you. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Peace.
0: Okay. Um. So that's it. Uh. Maybe I, I. I'm just. I don't know. I'm gonna bring in my two guests. Uh. I want. I want their point of view. I wanna welcome in Jose. Good evening. Good evening,
6: radical. How are
0: you doing tonight? I, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And I wanna bring in um Denise. Denise, what's going on?
7: Hello. <laughs> Hi.
0: Good evening, daughter.
7: Bendición. Good. Que dios te bendiga. Now, well,
0: um you guys heard uh, well, Brandon, well, we
6: heard Brandon. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, you guys heard Brandon. Um what are what are your thoughts? Let me just give you mine real quick. Um I don't know about the just uh the 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 you know the whole uh you know you're you're putting me down as a woman because I'm not as bangable as the previous host or whatever the case is. I don't know nothing about the comments like they used to receive, but maybe I don't. I don't know. Like I could understand why people will um, will attack her, but also in the same time, I understand where she's coming from. You know what I mean? Because you know, people have nostalgia. This this used to be a program where people would like to go and geek out or whatever the case is. So I get it, but in the same time, like not for nothing like come on you look like Justin Bieber that just got out of a you know crack house like come like come on you know what i'm saying am i am i am i a little too off base what what you guys think
7: well first of all let's start by deconstructing what brandon said uh <laughs> first of all it's so crazy that you you have to see that comes from her her insecurities okay brandon is an insecure woman because why the reason behind her not being a like tv or media personality has to be that she's not as bangable uh i don't think anybody has stated that that's her assumption but if that's her assumption because i have not heard anybody saying that specifically why her assumption has to be her sexual marketplace value or how attractive she is or how hot she is and why she is devaluing in the same breath the contributions of other women that just happen to be attractive so it it's so cringy to see women in this light because that necessarily is not the case probably men don't like to hear you because like for example take the case of the show Spartacus I don't know if you guys are familiar with that show, but I watched that show, and at the beginning, we had a very different actor that was very likable, and we love how uh, he portrayed uh, himself as a, as a warrior for the Roman Empire and whatnot. That actor died of cancer. Oh, wait,
0: wait, wait. I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, this is the actor, right?
7: No. <laughs> That actor (laughs) passed away because of cancer, unfortunately. And he was replaced because the show needed to continue. A lot of people, myself included, uh, did not like the new actor and stopped watching the show altogether. Now, can he say it's because he's not as uh, bangable as the first actor? No, it's just simply people like what they like. But if you're insecure enough in your bangable credits, if we can say that, uh, then you will justify it like that. I think in my opinion, it's just that people don't like her altogether. Yeah. <laughs> it's just what it is. Uh,
6: yeah, yeah, yeah. excuse
0: me. Yeah, yeah. Go go ahead, Jose. You you were about to go next. Go ahead.
6: Yeah, okay. First of all, as far as cringe factor on a scale of one to ten, this person's a fifty. Uh, <laughs> her gripey because she's not bangable. Yeah. Okay, okay. First of all, there are other things to aspire to other than being bangable. What about being knowledgeable in your craft? What about how be able to articulate yourself in coherent sentences without the 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 the? I mean, really, I mean, really, and she's complaining, but I'm sure if she was to go to a male strip bar and she's told male strippers, you know, um, you know, she would not be thinking that same speech. Now, the fact of the matter is, um if she does work on her you know insecurities, she can come across as both being knowledgeable. And attractive. I mean, not everyone can be a hundred percent bangable. I don't. I am yeah. not one hundred percent bangable, but yeah, I I have more to offer than my good than my good looks. Yeah,
0: let let me let me ask you, Jose. Um, would you would you say she is bangable?
6: Okay. Tech, okay, it, it's gonna cost me my Christmas card. I would say,
0: yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. all right. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> what, what about Justin Bieber over here? No, let me start. I'm just playing. Um, oh, okay.
7: Well, also, another thing that I wanted to add sorry to cut uh, you off, Radical, but it's my understanding that the reason why they, she's not like, according to what some gamer that I'm not going to mention <laughs> okay. uh, told me. <laughs> The reason why she's not liked is because she has made comments like PlayStation is dying when it's not, and she makes like very inaccurate assessments on it. So people don't like her input altogether.
0: Oh, got it, got it, got it. Like I listen, Brotep um, made the made the made the video, so I kind of really liked it. Um And oh wait, hold on, wait, Who, who's this? Racko, right, cool. I love your content. You're posting your channel is very educational and informative. Oh, shout out to you. Thank you uh So uh yeah, you know if you want to if you want to join in you can definitely join in Patricia. Um So, so like I, so like I was saying like I bro made the made the video and I decided to just like Do like somewhat of a deep dive and then I was like wait a minute. This chick is like off the rails You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't know. There's something like—is it me or is there something wrong with her teeth? Pink. Is there something wrong with her teeth? No, there's no. Some people, well, no, no. I mean, I'm sorry.
7: Some people might find that attractive, like a quirk. Dude,
0: it. I don't. I don't know. She looked. I don't uh, know. She looked like she opened H- hennequin bottles with her teeth, yo. Oh my god. god. <laughs> I
6: mean, look. I mean. I mean, she looks like she's an escapee from the mental ward. About you. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, think
7: right? I think that she is the sexist one. Yeah, are yeah, the one I, reducing I, the the previous hosts to I, I, sex symbols yeah. instead of I, just. Women. I
0: I I would I would agree. By the way, um, so when I used to be a, a younger radical, right? Uh, I was I had a crush on her. I love among. But then when I saw her, I was like, ooh, white woman. Uh oh, hold up. I was cooning. I was like, ooh. You know what I mean? So you could, Denise. You could use that for now on. Oh, like, you not,
7: you like to call me a white supremacist? Now I have a card <laughs> upon you, uh,
0: radical. That, that you can, radical. You can Mind
6: okay. what you say about my daughter. Oh, ah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you see, that's another you.
7: secret weapon. <laughs> uh,
0: now, now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna move on to the next topic. Um, hopefully, just just stay on for a second, guys. I'm gonna go through a couple of news articles. Well, news posts, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go through a couple of news posts. And oh wait, hold on. Where you guys go? Okay, a couple of news posting. I want your guys' opinion. First of all, I want to move this to the whole Chris uh, Crystal Nieves situation. Um, and there's a couple of things that I wanna I wanna discuss first. But before that, let's all look at some of these uh, news um, uh, headlines and posts and stuff. And I'm going to go gradually from beginning to end the, the information that we had in the beginning and the more information that we have now. So first of all, this is the first one. Let's go.
7: Developing now, police are now questioning someone in connection to that deadly shooting inside an East Harlem Burger King last weekend. The victim was a 17-year-old cashier, a 19-year-old cashier. It is a case that has led to an outpouring of grief from this community, of course, and calls for action to reduce gun violence in the city. Eyewitness News reporter Shantae
2: Lanz is live in East Harlem with the very latest. Shantae, good morning good morning tony a a man was picked up in brooklyn and brought into police for questioning but so far this morning no charges have been filed meanwhile a memorial grows here behind me outside the burger king where that 19 year old female cashier was shot and killed and last night they held another vigil for 19 year old crystal Nieves. she was shot and killed during a robbery early sunday morning inside the Burger King at East 116th Street and Lexington Avenue here in East Harlem. That shooting happened around 1245 a.m. This is a 24-hour Burger King. Police say a man went inside that store, demanded money, and shot the 19-year-old in her chest. There is surveillance video of the shooting, but the suspect completely covered his face and wore gloves. The shooter ran away with just $100. Now, loved ones this morning say they want justice for Crystal. We don't have to take our streets back.
0: They belong to us, we will take them over.
2: We will not
6: allow this to be our city that when we say enough is enough, we mean we're gonna show
0: up for prayer.
2: There's now a $20,000 reward to find Crystal's killer. Again this morning, a man brought into custody for questioning at this point. So far, no charges have been filed.
0: Okay, so that's the um, the first one that we received, right? And this is going to be the, the, the second follow up more information on um, the second order, uh, news coverage.
5: Drinking water before bed
0: burns. Ah, these motherfuckers. All right, hold up. All right, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on.
8: UNITY REMEMBERS ONE OF THE MOST RECENT VICTIMS OF THE CITY'S GUN VIOLENCE. A PRAYER VIGIL WAS HELD TONIGHT FOR CRYSTAL BEYRON-NIEVES, THE YOUNG WOMAN WHO WAS SHOT TO DEATH INSIDE A BURGER KING IN EAST HARLEM. AND WE ARE HEARING FOR THE FIRST TIME TONIGHT FROM THE VICTIM'S MOTHER WHO FOUGHT BACK TEARS AS SHE PLEADED FOR JUSTICE. OVERWHELMING GRIEF FOR Christy nieves AS SHE RETURNED TO THE SITE WHERE HER DAUGHTER WAS GUNNED DOWN. SHE
9: SAID THANK YOU TO EVERYONE. किराए पर तो नहीं रखा हुआ है तो and
5: everybody
7: that be there for me in, in this moment. She just wants
8: justice for her, for Crystal. 19-year-old Crystal Bayron Nieves was working at Burger King in East Harlem around 12.30 Sunday morning when police say an armed robber came in, stole $100 from the cash register, and fatally shot the young cashier. Investigators now say the gunman was 30-year-old Winston Glenn arrested yesterday and charged with murder.
3: The family is uh, relieved because we um, thank God that the person that did this is being caught by the police. To the family.
8: Outside the fast food restaurant, prayers and memories from those who knew Bayron Nieves best.
7: I wanted to be a doctor or a lawyer, and she was telling me to go for it to finish school and do it.
1: Our store has suffered. Like all the co workers,
8: Christy Nieves says she prays justice will be served. I hope that my daughter is
0: the last one. And police say that- not trying to make this a messed up situation, not trying to, not trying to, not trying to be an asshole. But this shorty right here, Nieves, best,
9: I want us to be a That's
0: best believe. She was one of her co-workers. that probably didn't even like her. And now she's talking about, oh, I wanted to be a doctor and a lawyer and all that other stuff. She's the one that motivated me. Shorty sure, looked like she's about to have four kids next year, bro. Get out of here. But anyway, so um, so with that, with that being said, now this is the information that we got. This is the information so far, right? And the thing is that everybody t- turned it into this whole racial thing. The guy who who shot uh you know Cristan, you know, Crystal, uh, is a black dude, right? And you know, she's Puerto Rican. That's Crystal right there. I don't know why she looks wow white there. Like, you know, she's like using Phil, she's 19 using filters. Anyway, so this is what she is. So people started making it racial. People started being like, "Yo, oh, this is what black folks are doing. This is they just this is what what the hatred is. They just shot her for no reason. That's what it is. They just shot her for no reason." And then when more information comes out, these same people talking about it was racial because this is what black folks do. Black folks don't like Latin people and all this other stuff. This is where more information comes in and these people are uh, they're very, they're ve- they're very silent when it comes to this. So let's now. This is the last uh, report with more information and more more coverage, and I want you guys to listen to the whole thing. Check this out.
2: It's, it's a crime that shocked the city. In fact, police charging 30-year-old Winston Glenn and the killing of 19-year-old Cristo Bayron Nieves during an armed robbery while she was on a shift Sunday morning. Investigators calling it a cold-blooded murder, saying Glenn shot the teenage cashier while she struggled to open the cashier. Well, Linda Schmidt live now on the scene in East Harlem with how police tracked him down and what we're learning about his past. Linda.
0: Let me pause it real quick. I want you guys to pay attention to his past and what they're going to say. And later on about the connection he had with this Burger King. That's all I got to say. Let's pay attention.
1: Stephen Well, first of all, I have to say this at the beginning. The detective work in this case is fascinating, but you're going to hear more about that in just a moment. First of all, he's 30 years old. He has multiple prior arrests and he is a homeless man, a homeless man who somehow had a gun. Now, police ended up picking him up in Brooklyn last night, and then NYPD detectives from the 25th Precinct bringing him to the 25th Precinct in East Harlem, which is just a few blocks away from where the shooting happened at the Burger King. People in the neighborhood gathered, though, outside the 25th Precinct, and as he was walked out of that precinct, they were screaming at him, calling him names, cursing at him, outraged and screaming, why did you shoot her? She gave you the money. He was screaming right back at them incoherently and using again curse words later on in a news conference the police said there may be a mental issue here with the suspect he is winston glenn police have now charged him with robbery and the murder of 19 year old crystal bayron nieves she was working the overnight shift at the burger king on east 106th street that was on sunday police say the suspect came in at about quarter of two in the morning pistol whipped the manager knocking out two of her teeth and then taking about $100 out of a register. But then when Crystal was trying to open a register to give him more money, he shot her. Now, the surveillance video from inside the Burger King, you can't tell who he is because he's wearing a ski mask, which is basically covering all of his face. However, police telling us at the news conference this afternoon that surveillance video from around the neighborhood and various neighborhoods throughout the city, as well as on the subway, noticed one distinctive thing. Earbuds hanging out of the suspect's pocket. That's how they tracked him down. Well, the chief of detectives spoke this afternoon, and the mayor did as well.
3: He was attired in a ski mask, a black jacket, and what became a very important clue in this investigation, white earbuds hanging out of his pocket. Noticing that wire hanging out on another person and then tracking that person, seeing what he did, being able to ID that person, and then uh, you know finding out where he was. It was just good old-fashioned police work.
5: And I don't come to press conferences of arrests, but this one was so personal. For a cold-blooded killer to shoot a 19-year-old child after she complied, We have been saying this over and over again, there are too many guns on our streets.
1: NYPD also saying uh, late today at that news conference that the suspect actually worked at this Burger King for about eight months back in 2020, but he and the suspect, uh, he and the victim did not know each other because she just recently, just a few weeks ago, started working here. The NYPD also saying they believe that the suspect planned this robbery and shooting because he knew a lot about this Burger King, and he also had a change of clothes with him. Stephen Laurie, back inside to you.
5: Unreal. All right. Thanks, Linda.
0: Okay. 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 So we know now that th- this individual knew this place, used to work at this place, and it wasn't a random act, H- homie. was ho- Oh, bro, time! Yo, what's up, bro, time? Yo, That yo, yo, your your setup looks sick, bro. Um. So anyway, like I was saying, knows the knows this place, knows the ins and outs. Used to work there for eight months. It's homeless because of COVID, 2020, and all this other stuff. Let's let's keep it real, you know. And he decided to go in there and rob the place. Now, it wasn't an act of randomness, it was an act of desperation. Let's just keep it real. I'm not trying to find justification for it, but this is what it is. This is something, this is something that we gotta be honest about. Now, how certain people are trying to make it you know, into this, like, race war type of thing. Hold up. Okay. How certain people are trying to make it into this race war type of thing is is, is buffoonery. It's something that these um, sick individuals, they just want to make, they just want to put that hatred towards everybody else. They want to put that hatred towards the this individual in the situation. It doesn't really matter about no being in no race war. He planned this whole thing, and he didn't plan it to be no, oh, I'm going to do this to start Rick get out of here with that. You know what I'm saying? He planned this whole thing. He used to work there. Now, I want to hear from the from the panel. What you guys think? I want to start with, Jose.
6: Well, first of all, um, this hit me in a special way because I was born and raised in East Harlem, and I used to eat at that Burger King a couple of times. You know, it just saddens my heart that a person that starts starting life is killed, particularly when she was trying to comply with what this individual was saying. And the fact that you have thick and twisted individuals trying to make it a racial thing and try to split division between black and brown people i mean it's like it makes me wonder i mean are these when are these guys who's making these comments are gonna go back on their legs
0: <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um you guys can hear me good with the background music right Yep.
5: yeah
0: yeah all right cool 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 it sounds perfect okay cool um Yeah, so I'm going to give it to to Denise. Uh, Denise, uh, give me your thoughts. By the way, Don, I see you in the back. Just give me a minute. I want everybody to go, and then I'll I'll have you come in. Denise, uh, give me your thoughts.
7: Well, my thoughts, you know, we always have this uh, commentary whenever we see either black-on-black crime or black-on-brown crime we never have this commentary when it's brown on black crime or brown on brown crime we never hear this i don't know if you guys are aware that here in la we are literally burying a police officer that was just starting his career a latino police officer that was just starting his career with the lapd and he was killed by four latino gang members did you guys heard anything about brown no. brown crime? I didn't, I didn't even hear, hear about anything it. exactly. I didn't even
0: hear about that. He was a point. young police no.
7: officer, just starting, a baby, just starting. None of these comments were around it. So it's it's more about this this undertone of this soft racism that's embedded in people. That instead of just looking for motive and looking at the state of the country as a whole. And looking at the root of the issue, which is bad administration, uh, you know, a war on the way we police our streets and and very low values and no access to mental health, which is actually the issue, we go to this race car because people are plugged to MSNBC, Fox and CNN. And they want to do this race polarities because that's the that's the way that media like this corporate bot media has put us against each other to keep dividing us because if we unite then we actually accomplish a change in this country that's the way it has always been and it's the way it's always going to be people have to come together in order to get what they want so every time we hear this from poor uh or i would say poorly educated individuals that's like calling for like a race war or like this race polarities you need to start understanding that these people are not properly educated and that's why they constantly come with the race war or the race cards or the black and brown crime or the black and black crime because it's always about that. It's never about the actual issue. And these people don't care about the actual issue. If they will care about Crystal's life, they will care about why we have so many people in major cities like LA and New York, why we have so many people mentally ill shooting people and acting like this is Gotham City. What our governments are doing? What is the DA doing? Because if I'm not mistaken, I heard that this guy had priors where was that da making sure that we put this individual out of circulation
0: not only that he was homeless and also uh he uh they there's so they're suspecting that he might be mentally ill also of
7: course because he there's like i said there's there's poor a poor system value uh we have no access to mental health we have poor policing and we have poor administration those are the four components for disaster and we have the major cities that are supposed to be pristine cities in the united states and people instead of focusing on what what's affecting or destroying those cities and making them into this crime-ridden environment instead of focusing on that people with poor education and low vibrational thoughts are focusing on race as usual because they're just racist people
0: Got it. Thank you, um, Brotep, uh What are your What are your th- first of all, Brotep, uh, I know you came in a little late. Um, I spoke on one of the videos that you uh, made a video for about uh, about that frost girl. Um, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if you caught that. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't
3: catch that. Uh, yeah. First of all, let me let me actually. Touch on this video that we just saw.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. First, first of, first of all. Yeah. 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 Let, let let, let
3: let's get on, on foreskin, which is yeah. What yeah. We're yeah. About let's let's touch on
0: let's let's touch on that that first because yeah let's touch on that first. Um, go go ahead.
3: Okay. So many things can be correct at the same time, right? So what Denise just said, if everything she just said was correct, what I'd like to add to that is. This smells like an op to me, right? So basically everything Denise just said, that stuff can be on purpose, that they're turning this into Gotham City on purpose so that we don't believe we can govern ourselves. People work, immediately, when you start making laws, the script of the laws are, it's a its a direct indictment of the morality of your society. So you start uh, making... Bro, really-
0: I got a quick question. Uh, is your Look mic up. Uh, hooked up?
3: Oh, what's wrong with the mic? Can't you hear
0: me. No, you it's it sounds like uh, your I, I, I think your computer mic is on, not your professional mic.
3: All right, hold on. Uh,
0: maybe you should check the mic settings, like the, the little cam yeah, mic settings right and stuff like that. Right
3: now, I'm putting it on to
0: go to audio and then it says mic. And I'll, I'll go now. T- there it goes. There it goes. Right. Now All you right, got sorry. it. Go ahead.
3: All right. So um, did, did you at least hear everything I said before? Though? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We, we did. We did. We did.
3: All right. Cool. Now, the thing is, when, when you have laws, I forget which place it was, but they were making a law saying, don't fuck the sheep. Where has your society gone that you have to make that law? Right. So they want us to think that we can't rule ourselves, that we're that degraded, de- degenerated. So I think where would a homeless guy get a gun? Right. The guy doesn't have access conveniently to to running water. He's homeless, but he has access to a gun. Um, have we heard about these stories of? Well, of- it's I'm, I'm gonna
0: just keep it real with you, bro. In the mm-hmm. hood is, it's this is very sad to say. Um, I knew people who had easier easier access to guns than to food.
3: Yeah, well, that, that's where I'm going with it. Yeah, but go, go I, ahead. We've heard these stories where they're um, intentionally circulating weaponry throughout the community so that you have desperate people, like like Denise was saying, very desperate people. And then now they have access to weaponry by which they can actually get things like money and food, etc. You know, just mug someone because now you have access to weaponry. So this, this to me smells like an op. It smells like, you know, they need to, they need to make more jobs for themselves. We need, we need more police. I've been reading more and more in, into uh, libertarianism and a lot of that stuff seems correct.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, not trying to, not trying to yeah, bogart into that. this whole thing, but mm. no lie. I feel like I'm a low key, a libertarian myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because like a lot of the stuff, there's too much they're
3: they're vying for too much control. They have their they have their, their grip on us and they, they, they need so desperately look for less us to government
0: intervention. Game. Yeah less they need so desperately. Yeah,
3: look, they need so desperately to believe that we need government intervention. They want to regulate who you sleep with. How you sleep with them, they need to regulate if you have weaponry. When you can have weaponry right, um, open carry, this, that, and the third, um, they need control. So now look look at what one of those people said. Uh, was it the, the captain? He said, uh, we have too many guns out in these streets. Okay, so let, 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 me, let me ask you, captain, we have too many guns out in these streets. What are you going to do? You're going to restrict guns now, right? So then now we law-abiding people can't have guns. What criminal do you know who wants a gun, can't get it? like th- this is crazy man this smells like an optomy yeah and, and i I believe it's it's overlaid over what denise was saying where we have a situation where desperate people are being being uh, um you know exploited societally and that they're resorting to desperate measures like this and yeah. me- mental health on top
0: of it yeah um, um yeah yeah okay cool i'm I'm gonna put bring in Don Don what's going on bro I'm Charlie how are you I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, do you got any thoughts on this? Uh, in this? Uh, on the story?
5: Well, it's not only on the story, but I'm having my views on on a, on a lot of stuff as well. Okay. I've been seeing i I've been seeing a certain trend that when it comes towards um, black uh, or robberies in general and everything like that, I've been seeing that these low vibrational individuals. Have been calling, uh, have been using the um reference to joggers, I guess to the Amal Barry case or whatever. Well,
0: yeah, yeah, that's a racial, that's a racial term coded word to use the N word, basically. Yeah.
5: Yeah. So, therefore, since they're since they're going calling us jog calling us joggers and and everything like that of that nature. I am seeing that there are certain people who are low vibrational, that who are keyboard warriors. By that way, they want to insinuate a race war, or to try to push their hate since certain people didn't win to their election, or didn't yeah. have their revolution or whatever the case may be.
0: Yeah. Um. Somebody. Uh. I remember. I remember. Um. Talking about this situation on Twitter. By the way. So, um, this individual, I, I find out that he's actually Jamaican. Right. Um, and not, a, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, not a foundational black American. And it, it, I'm not trying to make it a point. I'm just saying because right. apparently the conversation on Twitter where I was, a uh, talking to people about it, they made sure to make that a point. It was really weird, but I understood.
5: But- I, I, I'll, I'll tell you why they're trying to make it a point. And it's a lot of people who are trying to separate themselves towards African-Americans and Caribbean. Me, myself, even though I'm Dominican, um, I, I do identify myself as a Caribbean-American as well because of my grandparents who came from St. Kitts. So... Part of that is that certain, when um, certain West Indians they come here to the United States, some of them try to distance themselves from an African American because of um, their struggles and everything like that, and what they trying to go through, and that's why you have certain Jamaicans they actually call um, a, a New York person a Yankee.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. I and also just to go back bro tap real quick. Um, so I was talking about Yo. this shorty right here, right? Um, <laughs> um, Brandon, um, Brandon. Yeah. yeah, I uh <laughs> I called I called I called uh, I called Shorty Justin Beaver um coming out of a rehab center. Brandon. Oh, crap. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, oh and god the, and the thing is the th- the thing is that um I don't know I don't know if you, because I saw your video and I, I got the sense that you used to watch Attack of the Show also, right? Yeah. Did you remember her? Yeah. Sarah Underwood. I, I
3: watched Play more, but but I not, stayed. On do, for not of for the
0: n- Okay, listen, Morgan Webb to me. Mm-hmm. Mo- she look, She looked like you know one of them youth pastor daughters. I never had any. <laughs> I would literally look past her. All no right. lie the only crush i ever had was on uh, olivia munn and sarah and underwood the short
3: that's All it
0: right. and no lie i was kind of cooning for sarah underwood i'm not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna lie but that was back in my coon days though back yep. in my coon days no so so um anyway going back to to, to topic at hand um yeah. it, it was just uh it was just really weird how certain people just turned that whole thing into race and into like a race war or whatever the case is when it had nothing to do with it. You know, uh, I proved the fact that it was premeditated and also this individual planned it and he used to work there. You know what Marco, I'm saying?
7: Because it, it turns into race because these people that are, like like Don said, uh, keyboard warriors, they don't have any intention nor a plan to solve issues. They don't exercise critical thinking. If you want to know more about that, uh, me and Jose with Rakim had a very interesting uh, dissectment of critical thinking yesterday. So yes. to be honest with you, these people, because critical thinking requires actual work requires growth, requires a lot of reading, requires research. And people are not necessarily they don't they don't deem it necessary to actually look into things and, and read. How many people we have today that they pick an article, they read the headline and then they proceed to just they go and hoard like like animals like cows and go and start writing their comments and their reactions to it because they did
0: not read the whole article. We've seen that like a lot. I do sometimes. No lie, no lie. Sometimes I, sometimes I do, and I gotta remind myself. I gotta read the article.
7: Uh, Yeah, it's it's it it goes to show. Like for example, here in LA. LA and New York are under the same type of government, right? We know that right now, all of our politicians, your favorite politician is bought by by their oligarchs and they're in bed with all the big corporations, Goldman Sachs and all these places, right? So nobody is right now connecting the dots, but look at every, and I'm not saying this on behalf of Republicans because they have also their own issues in their red cities, but in every blue state, what do you see? A rise on crime, a rise on uh, homelessness, rise on mental health issues, a lot of trash, a lot of situations with people going broke, poverty, and gun, uh, gun laws out of control. So why are we not questioning how our cities are run? We just had here our sheriff, uh uh, the sheriff department, Alex Villanueva, just literally referred our DA, our DA that was appointed to be the leader, the, the, the police chief in San Francisco not too long ago by our, our governor now, Gavin Newsom, he was... Uh, appointed to him to be the chief of police in San Francisco. San Francisco went to shed, and then people thought that he did an excellent job. I don't know how the hell, and voted him into being the DA. And now Alex Villanueva, alongside a lot of police officers and sheriff, the sheriff department, referred this dude to the FBI to be prosecuted because he refuses to prosecute 12,000 criminals here in LA. And then we wonder why crime is rising up in blue run cities and blue run states to 300% more than it was in 2019. People just want to blame it on race, but in Mm. reality, it's poor administration. Yeah, Because if that was the case, why we don't have this rise on crime in Texas where people can have open carry? If everybody has a gun, if everybody could carry, like if I could carry my gun with me at all times, nobody's I go, gonna be getting shot. Nobody was gonna. I mean, if somebody tries to get shot, they know you're gonna be strapped, so they're gonna think it twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly.
0: right. you know what I'm saying? Exactly. All
5: right, I, got, I got something to say about that. All right,
0: make make, make it real, make it real quick, because I'm about to move on to the main topic, and there's right. a reason why. Um, you know, all right, because,
5: go go ahead, go ahead. Philadelphia, you got certain people who are actually um license is strapped and we have like a high murder rate of 565 in 2021 so it depends on so sometimes all that open carrying and stuff it does not um, level out the crime i'm just telling you that because there's a high gun crime where i'm at in philadelphia that's all i gotta say it is
7: it is it is a high crime in philadelphia but Philadelphia has a very specific set of rules that don't necessarily apply to the rest of the country. Just because in Philadelphia it doesn't work, that doesn't mean it doesn't work in a broad spectrum like the whole country. Because, for example, take the state of Texas. They have an open carry. Do you see this crime rising up there? We don't see this craziness up there. And, And and,
0: And the thing is, most of these major cities have very, 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 very strict gun laws. Um, but the thing is, that's that's pointless and stupid because criminals don't get guns legally. No, you
7: know and not only I mean? that, now you can you can even print a gun if you want to.
0: Exactly. And to
7: be honest with you, you're you're letting people to be defenseless, overwhelming the police, and that's why that's why we have so much police brutality in blue uh, blue states because cops are overwhelmed; they can't take the brunt of it. So by the time they get to deal with somebody that might not be even a, a criminal, uh, a violent criminal, what they do, they kill that person because they're overwhelmed. They don't know how to treat that person because they live in a state of paranoia. Yeah. So um, I, I suggest we should definitely be granted the right—not granted the right—we should fight for the right to defend ourselves.
0: Exactly. Um. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to the main topic of this uh of this episode and there's a reason why i i titled the episode the way i titled it um how the latin community is fragmented and there's a reason why i wanted denise here because you know she's pretty much like my other voice but in a female version (laughs) and she breaks things down a little bit more better than i can so i was part of this uh twitter conversation on twitter spaces right and I want to shout out Don. Don um, did Don got me in contact with somebody from Latino uh, Rebel. Um, I don't know Don. I don't know if you remember that. Um, yeah,
5: Cesar Vargas.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I've been, I've been, um, I've been in close communication. So thank you, Don, for that. And um, Cesar and some other people had a conversation today. On Twitter Spaces, and I'm going to let you guys hear it, basically it was how Latinos are holding up the U.S. economy, right? Now, this individual, um, I was going to go in, but I decided not to because we're wrapping it up. But this individual went in there and talked about just the political landscape of Latin American Latinos and how we are perceiving it here and it was very eye opening for me because i would i agree with the majority of what he had to say so i'm going to play it right now let me um twitter ba all right so this is my twitter by the way follow me um and uh let's let's start with the conversation
9: i i just wanted to I agree. And then I'll, I'll pose my question regarding, you know, the, the, I, I do think that there when there's economic power, there's political power, but not always. And I think part of hmm. the challenge is when there's no unifying agenda. Yeah, right? and I'm not saying we need to be united as people. You know, I think people always want Latinos to vote the same way, even though we're, we're not a monolith and there's uh, different viewpoints and different perspectives, right? People expect right. Latinos to vote the exact same way on the exact same issues. And I think that's not only reductionist, but it's also harmful. And does not acknowledge the true existence of our Latinidad. But, but, I, but what I do think is important is that we need a unified, we need to agree on common goals, mm-hmm. right? So when I think about the United States as a country and I think about its international relations, right? Uh, there's some, the, in in America, we're not unified at all right? Within America, inside, there's so much division. You know, there's a 50-50 split in politics and so many things, right? right. But when we approach politics internationally, we agree on common issues that then we push forth in the international scene, right? And so it it, it, it that comes with power. And so I think what we as Latinos need is uh, to agree on what, you know, and it doesn't, you know, like I said, there's, it doesn't have to be on everything. We can't even agree on what we call ourselves, right? But I do think <laughs> that, you know, true, like, we, you know, Latiners, true, true, Latino, Latina, like, there's just so much, yeah, Spanish, it's all good. like, there's just so much, so yeah. much diversity there. And, and we don't, and I don't even think that's something that we need to agree on, right? I love right, the priority exactly. of it. But what I do think that we need to agree on is what can what do what would benefit Latinos as a whole, and what are those common themes? And then we gotta agree on who pushes the needle on that. And I don't think we've agreed on that too. Can, right can, now, can cannot really think can about? I, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, sorry. Okay, so we 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 heard that. Um, the brother was was saying what he had to say. Um, I hope everybody heard that uh, perfectly fine. Um, yeah, the brother was saying what he had to say, right? And I agree. With the majority of it now, I want, I want, I think, um, I think I'm gonna let it play a little bit more so you guys can get more of the of the context of it.
9: Yeah, go ahead, Brian. First of okay. all, yeah, yeah, go yeah. Ahead, uh, Brian. great comment. Yeah, yeah absolutely, no. it was dope. My it. question was, and uh, I yeah, got, yeah, I Brian had, had a question, stay, and then so, we'll turn it over. again. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead, Brian who do you think can push the who do you think can create that common agenda who are the bodies that we as constituents as citizens of this mm, country can I mean, be to thank you hey, Brian you.
5: thank you so much
0: so that's the question that i want to talk about right now um what first of all i want to give the the common consensus of what people in the audience think i want to start with jose denise is going to go last because i know uh, she's going to have a lot to say and I want her input to be, you know, pretty much the 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 the, the last input. So first of all, I'm going to just say with, with me, I, I understand where he's coming from. And also, I totally 100% agree. The Latino community, we're extremely fragmented. We can't come to a common goal and, and a common code, code of conduct. We're so busy infighting and having tribalism within ourselves to come with a good common consensus of what we are and who we are. The Black community, for the most part, they don't have that issue. We are the only ones with that type of issue. Now, I'm going to um, hang it off to, to Jose. Jose, what do you think about what we just heard and some of my comments?
6: Well, right now, I'm going to speak as, as, as far as the Puerto Rican community as a mainland Puerto Rican, not a New not or what have you. Uh, I do agree. And part of the reason why we're fragmented is, first of all, uh, we do not understand each other. Um, You know, we don't have a clue, um, for example, how people born and raised at the island, what, what are their life experiences, and many of them, um, they don't have a full understanding regarding our experiences being born and raised on the mainland. And in fact, uh, Denise, in one of her last videos, uh, she spoke about that. I mean, ethnically speaking, um, we belong to the same ethnic group. However, our experiences, our life experiences are different. It's one thing if you was born and raised say in Luquillo or Bayamón or Sanduce It's another thing when you were born say in the Bronx or you were born in Chicago or you were born in Tampa or you were born in Boston. In fact um, mainland Puerto Ricans uh, you can get 10 Mainly Pedro because I was born and raised in the in the Bronx, and you'll get 10 different uh experiences. Why? Because not everyone made their personal choices. So I, I do agree, you know, I do agree that we are fragmented. Uh we can try to get some sort of unity, but basically we need to understand each other. And we need to accept each other for
0: who who we are. All right. Um, Brotep, I want you to go next. Uh, What what do you think about what you just heard? Uh, What are your thoughts and some of the things that I've said?
3: Well, y'all fragmented because a lot of y'all don't think y'all need unity anyway. A lot of y'all think y'all already got unity in the white community. A lot of y'all identify as white, anyhow. Like, uh Fat, Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, um, it immediately what comes to mind when when I heard this guy speaking is, yeah, you know, I, I agree with some of what he said, but the first thing you guys would have to do is know what your identity is, right? There's too much of, you know, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, and I'm I have this little bit, I have that little bit. It's all vanity to me. If you notice, we in the Black community, and I'm not speaking for African Americans, I'm speaking gener- holistically, the, um, you guys have seen me. There's no ambiguity as to what the fuck I am. So this society has forced me to unify with other Black people. I don't have an out. Lots of you guys have an out, so you take the wait out.
0: I thought wait bro tip I thought you were black I thought you were yeah right uh... I, I, I'm not black yet. you know' I'm Haitian. I'm, I'm right
9: but
3: yeah, so uh I think if you guys want to really get some political power in this country, you guys will have to step one agree on an identity it doesn't even have to be you, you could even say purple purple people from Pluto <laughs> as long as you agree with it. As long as you're all on the same page, right? Because a lot of times, many people, they say like the Aryan race, uh, you know, we're, we're Superman. That's not true, but they're on the same page, so they get shit done. So immediately agree on an identity. And then second, you know, start shaming people who don't get on board. Then you'll have unity. That's, that's what we do in the black community. We'll call, we'll call somebody a coon in a minute. We, we raise a shop with that shit. So and, and and for good and bad, right? Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but it's an effective tool. So I don't think um, I don't think it's it's as big of a problem as you guys think it is. It's just you just have to do those two things. That's gotcha. I too.
0: actually agree with the one hundred percent of what you just said. Uh, there's a lot of coons in our community that we gotta <laughs> that we gotta vet. No, it's true. There's a lot of coons in the Latin community that we gotta vet, and. Like I kept I keep on saying, we have to come to a, a racial classification for political gain, and there's a lot of tribalism in our community that a lot a lot of Latinos want to just like you said classify with white and all that other stuff because they think they're gonna have commonality, which which doesn't even make sense. So I want to start. Um, oh, wait, 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 wait,
3: wait! Also, don't uh, stop the third one. Honorary mention. Stop biting on bait. The Latinx shit. It's it's gone too far like it's surprising how far that shit lasted. That shit wouldn't have lasted very long in the black community. I don't, I can't believe yeah. y'all niggas let that shit get that far that well, last. Next-
0: well well like I like I always said when you're mm. a conquered community what mm, you yeah, expect. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Um so so Don, I want you to go next and then I want Denise to to you know uh hit hit, hit us with the you know you know what I'm saying? So go 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 ahead Don.
5: As a, as, as a son of Dominican immigrant parents, I have to say this, is that we're fragmented, and I keep telling people, I was dealing with the next, which was like years ago, and she was saying, oh, all you Spanish people are united and everything like that. I told her this simple. If Spanish people were so united we will, we would be in the same gang. We won't have like all these different gangs in the United States if we were so united. So just to, just look at this aspect. A lot of people when we go as tribalism, you got certain people that have net internationalism. Then they teach it to their kids. And then and then whoever they get along with Black, okay, we get along with y'all. Okay, we don't get along with y'all because of your skin color or you're Indian, you're not Spaniard. You know, whatever the case may be. I've seen all this tribalism and I've seen racism in my face for as long as I lived in New York. I even had Colombians went up and say maldito negro to me. So the thing is, though, is that certain people, they just need to learn... Have to respect each other and then we'll be all right. But certain people who are ignorant, they don't know respect and thinking, oh, since I'm a higher class, I'm gonna disrespect you so until the point I get rich or something like that. When the fact is they will never get rich and your mindsets is um low vibrational.
0: Mm, okay, okay, thank you. Uh and lastly, Denise, tell me, tell me, because uh, I know you're about to go go in on this. <laughs> uh, go, go, go ahead. T- tell me what what you agree. De- Denise to been David. doing that
3: birdman hand rub. Yeah.
0: Ah! <laughs> <laughs> go, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, uh, bless us with your wisdom.
7: Uh, look, uh, the reason why, and and I know it. We can speculate a lot about why we're fragmented like this. The reason why we're fragmented. This is my opinion. So, to all the changuitos that will get hurt on there, miss me with the payes. Uh, but in my opinion, the reason why we're fragmented like this is because it's time for us to um, understand we're not the same people, okay? This is something that was lazily slapped upon us as a label. Oh, every all those cheho countries they get to be Latin because they speak Spanish with the inception. That's something that. Me and Radical are working to, like, talk about, like, way later. (laughs) With the inception of something that we'll talk later. But that was (laughs) a label. (laughs) That was a label that was created specifically just to put us all and encapsulate us all into one people. I've said this before, and I got attacked by a dumb person that I'm not going to name when I said, name me where in the world people that speak the same language just because they speak that language they're supposed to be the same people the reason why we're fragmented is because we have different needs we have different ancestry we have different cultures not a single latino it's something that i even asked my fellow boricua ramon name me what a puerto rican has in common aside from spanish and Catholicism. What do we have in common as a Puerto Rican or a Dominican has in common with a Salvadorian? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. We don't eat the same. We don't listen to the same music. We don't dance the same. We don't even look the same. We're not the same people. And it's so crazy that we have fallen into this... uh, narrative for so long we have been deceived all this time simply because that's the way the american empire has exercised and their laziness into acknowledge our identity but it's up to us i cannot put that necessarily on the american empire alone alone we have to also uh fight to have our own identity and separate which is why i believe we should be separated like our ancestors were Our ancestors in the past were separated in three major groups, Caribbean, Indigenous, Central American, Mexican, South American. They were segregated as well. Why? Because they knew that the person, the group of people that amassed the most had the least grief. So, of course, we have to understand, you have to see people that are more similar and have almost the same issues and the same plight and the same economics and the same politics, or at least similar enough to come together and form a unit and unity in order for them to, to fight their own fight. And then the, the Caribbean Latinos, we have a similar fight as well. Cuba and Puerto Rico share the same uh, problem. And the DR right now, it's in the middle being affected by the same problem because we're so close to the United States in a different way, but we're still isolated. So we don't have border problems. We don't have, uh, when have you heard that we have large amounts of Dominicans being in the ICE detention centers? There's a few, but that's not their major issue. You know what I'm saying? So the same goes for Cubans. They're still illegal illegal immigrants in this country when they come here, but they have a different treatment because their problems are different. The same goes for South America. So when you present this to different Latinos, they get all emotional because they somehow believe that in numbers, we are going to do better. But that has never been the case because we're all fighting things that juxtapose amongst each other. If we decide to fight for open borders and for uh, Mexico and Central Americans issue, we are going to lose uh, an American colony, a, a colony that's right now you know, being destroyed already, but we're going to lose that fight for the caribbean territories because we're going to be focused on what's happening with mexico
0: and central and, america and, and, and denise i'm I, I hate to admit it but i do agree with you 100 percent uh well 99 uh there's a, there's a part of me where i do want all latinos you know to unite and be together but in the same time like i keep on saying there's this thing called tribalism that keeps on holding us back
7: And not only that, the human nature is to be tribal, okay? We start with first ourselves. That is your first tribe. When you're a child, you're focused on what happens to you. Everything its like the whole environment around you affects you. You're your own little tribe. When you fall in love and you marry and you have your family, everything is about your family. Everything that you do is family motivated. So human nature, it's tribal. You know, if, if we were to be put in, in wildlife, we will be like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. We have to work with who we are, just yeah. like animals do. Of so. Course so to go against nature i think it's because colonialism shattered the minds of latinos overall and when you chop off the heads of our people in the past, and then you go again with a second wave of colonialism, which uh, it's coming from the American empire, that's chopping off heroes, it's chopping off our culture, it's chopping our rights to travel, our rights to commerce and other things. What you get is a lot of people that's like a chicken without a head that's moving, but doesn't have a direction. And that's what keeps us in this endless knot. It's like as if I give you like a rope that has a lot of knots, or like, have you ever tried to? Have you ever misplaced your iPhone? Uh, cave like the cable yeah. earbuds. Do
0: yeah. you
7: remember that you just touched them and they got all, all crazy? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
7: Well, imagine that. My you're... my right
0: headphones was thinking they're Spanish, and the other one. <laughs>
7: <laughs> now imagine that you're forever, like the whole week you're. Solving that that you know eternal knot, and it's always requiring your time and energy, and you don't know where the beginning is and the end is. Should you give up? At what point should we give up of doing this? At what point should we say, "Hey, let's just get the fucking wireless earbuds"? <laughs> you know, like,
0: yeah, just separate
7: yeah. the two. Yeah, you know, that I, makes I, I more think,
2: sense.
0: Um, I I think that. Again, this is a, a more deeper conversation, but I, I, I see your point. Um, and and I, I have to agree with it because it just doesn't make any sense. you know. Uh, there's obviously an issue going on within our communities. Some of us are on code and the other ones are completely off the sides doing whatever. And for some reason, they become the main representatives of our group. You know, and 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 it's it's completely it's completely you know unfair. And by the way, John Rambo, don't be don't be exposing what I'm I'm doing, bro. Shut up, yo. (laughs)
6: Um, Excuse (laughs) me, if I can just chime in for. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. Okay, but you know the fact of the matter is, it's great if we can have unity within our different Latino cultures. But the thing is, we have to have unity within our own groups. I mean, um, you know, I mean, I mean, take a look. I mean, you just in the Puerto Rican community, you have different groups. You have different types of philosophies. And Do,
0: in the Puerto Rican community, people fight for being island Puerto Ricans and being New Yorkers. Like, exactly. like exactly, okay. And, and 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 one and one comment
6: I made, okay, which. I mean I may speak Spanish like a gringo but at least I'm trying to keep in tune with my
0: with my community well, well but, there you uh, I'm, I'm glad to that is that. I'm glad to say that Jose because there's also a beef within ourselves if you speak Spanish or better Spanish than somebody else like now you're superior like that's stupid
7: but this is the thing this is well, this is my thing story. this is this is the thing. Even within, if you take the Puerto Rican community, we're only scattered all around the world, including our island. We're only 10 million people, okay? We're not even one percent of the population. Right. And we have look at how Puerto Ricans are divided. We have the New Eurecans because no other Puerto Rican diaspora uh, it's having this war. It's only in New York. <laughs> we have the New Eurecans against the island Ricans and the rest of the Rican diaspora then we have the pro statehood versus the pro emancipation right. then you have then you have the uh the PNP, the new progressive ones versus the Democrats, then you have the pro-preservation of our natural resources and the pro uh the the conservative the conservationists, and then you have the ones defending that we stay in the state we are. So we have so many different divisions, just in 10 million freaking people. How do you plan to bring together in time? Because right now we're about to get a new zaddy. So to be honest with you, in the we have 10 years before we get a new Saudi, okay? And I think people don't understand this, okay? The United States is a failed state. The only thing that's holding together this country is the military-industrial complex. And in 10 years, that's going to fail because we're no longer going to have the money to, to fund it. There yeah, was a major transfer true. of wealth that happened in 2020. People are freaking broke. Everybody's scraping for pennies. Let's just keep it real. So when we get the new Saudi that's going to own us, uh, are we going to be in time united in less than 10 years to be able to create nuclear power, to be able to urbanize uh, our countries, to be able to educate our people, to be able to beat China and the U.S. at technology and automation, and the list keeps piling up
0: uh, so we're I'm, not I'm going say, to do that in I'm time. Gonna, I'm going to say no. We're we're going to be left behind because Latinos in this country and pretty much elsewhere unfortunately to say that we have became the maintenance class and we became not the working class, the maintenance class. The the, cl- the, the class that that serves you, the butleries for these type of people so while other people are out here coding or whatever the case is we're out here doing landscaping you you know how you know how trivial that is you know how backwards that is
7: you know what's crazy i'm studying vertical agriculture right now and in singapore a five-year-old knows how to build a circuit do you know when I learned how to build one to be a sound engineer? When I was 20 years old in college.
0: Well, you're, you and know, you have you're, a
7: kindergarten kid learning how to build this.
0: You're 17 at years, too years, late. years old. Five
6: years old. Excuse me, but guys, but what's important is the resurrection of the Spanish Empire <laughs> and making
0: the DR uh, oh, yeah,
6: work. Yeah. And, uh,
0: and, and, uh, like and right. Crystal Ray. Of course. No, but but um just going back to the main topic because I'm about to wrap it up right now. Um the, the 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 way the fragmentation of our community is very apparent. Um it seems united from the outside looking in, but when once you're inside, you see that there's a lot of civil wars, like little mini civil wars. And a bunch of destruction because one side wants to go white, the other side just wants to be left alone, and the other side is completely left in the stone age. All right. And, and uh, the thing is that we we need as a community we need to actually have a code of conduct and actually brainstorm in a way that we should probably try to do do so. I see, and 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 and. If people get offended, it is what it is. But I see us becoming the new pandering class for the Democratic Party. Black folks yes. have, have already seen the, the 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 writing on the wall. They've already seen that the Democratic Party is not going to do nothing for them. And right. when it comes to us, we vote predominantly, you know, Democratic. But the thing is that they're we're going to become. The new pandering class There's going to be a bunch of symbolisms And a bunch of laws that doesn't really mean anything That's going to be given to us In order for us to vote blindly To the Democratic Party Just Let me just give you guys an example What do the Democratic Party Talks about when it comes to Latin issues Immigration, that's okay. it That's the only thing Outside of that, nothing else And on top of that What do they t- call us Latin X. If it that isn't if that isn't a disconnect from our community, I don't know what is. I'm gonna give everybody their one minute because I'm about to wrap it up. One minute, um, final thoughts. I'm gonna start with um you, Jose. Jose, give me your one minute final thoughts.
6: Okay. Well, first of all, thank you very much for allowing me to be on this platform. It was always an interesting topic, and I just want to say, um, you know, do what you can to be. Um, worrying about your community and try to not be so judgmental. And that's all i am got to say because I have only 60 seconds.
0: All right. Thank you very much, Jose. And don't be a stranger. Definitely come back. All right. So we're going gonna, gonna to, I'm going to talk to have Don give his one minute um final thought. Don, give me your one minute final thought.
5: As the most hated Dominican. To-
0: <laughs> Go ahead.
3: Um-
5: try to keep the kids not to be in games and have them progress in life and not and not to um, try to be in these um occupations that try to pander towards latinos but try to be more political because we need that in our society now more than ever the democrats or the republicans are not going to help us that's all i got to say
0: all right, thank you very much. Um, thank you very much, Don. All right, uh Brotep. Um uh, thank you very much for coming in. Um I'm, I'm, I'm glad you you're you're a part of this. No doubt. Um, give me your one-minute final take. Okay,
3: uh, it's gonna be very, very short. I can't speak on behalf of Latinos for them or about them or anything like that. All I can do is say, as a society, we just need to basically get together
0: and get these exploiters off our backs. That's all. That's up. Gotcha. All right. Thank you very much, um, Tap and Denise. Uh, th- get, thank you for, for coming in. Um, thank you for, for giving blessing us with your wisdom. Um, <laughs> what was it? Give me your, your, I'm gonna give you two minutes. Cause I know you got a lot to say. Uh, two minute final take. Uh, go ahead.
7: Look. Um, I think the, the, the Latino community being fragmented is what works better for us. Um, I'm never going to get tired of saying it. You know, we're not the same people. Uh, We're completely different. We have different plights. We have different flavors, different cultures. The only things we have in common is that we speak the same language. And in some places, some of the things that I speak... And in my language is not completely the same that it is in uh, Venezuela or Mexico or Nicaragua and whatnot. One thing that we all have in common is that we are repeating history. And if you don't believe me, we're too concentrated on Cristo Rey, on the Catholic Church, on what our beliefs are and what we believe it's working right now in this race based stupidity. That is the same stupidity that Mayans, Aztecas, Tainos, Arawakans, Incas got involved into, they were highly spiritual people that worshiped the gods, decided to just focus on that. Uh, Never read the culture of gunpowder, never decided to learn none of those things or stay competent to be able to defend their culture, to defend their land, their resources and whatnot. And we know what happened to them. If you want to be a part of that same group, then stay on that by all means. But in all honesty, it's time for us to start understanding that we have to earn our place in society if we want to defend our culture. And earning our place requires hard work, competency, studying, reading, researching. It doesn't have anything to do with Cristo Rey, with the Catholic Church, with any church that you go to, or even if you don't believe in any God. So to be honest with you, stay competent, Learn to read the culture. We need to pick up the pace. We can do it. Stop being lazy. Stop being a coward. Let's get it done. That's all I have to say. Thank you very much, Radical, for wow, having me. Wow, that
0: was right there in two minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no problem. Thank you very much, Lisa. I really appreciated you coming in, and I really wanted you to come in, to because I know that you're uh, a huge voice in the Latin diaspora um, community, and I know your your opinions are pretty, uh, pretty much you know earth-shattering but also always comes in with a lot of truth and that's the reason why I really value your your input so thank you very thank much thank
7: you thank you same here take care all, right.
0: all right thank you all right so that was the episode i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope you guys liked it remember um hit me up on instagram and twitter at the same name radical underscore latino underscore also hit me on cash app if you want to donate Dollar sign radical latino and i'm gonna let you guys go with my two favorite quotes I'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees and if black and brown unity does not happen within my lifetime I might not change the world but I might inspire the mind that will with that being said I'll catch y'all later Peace! <laughs> Oh, oh,